Hey everyone, welcome to Anchored at Harbor Park CrossFit, the podcast for everything Harbor Park. If you enjoy our episodes, please give us a like and share it with someone you know. Doing so helps us get higher ratings on iTunes and in turn helps us reach more people and helps them find our podcast episodes so that we can impact more people's lives. Also, if you have not done so already, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode from us. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Anchored at Harbor Park CrossFit, a show dedicated to helping you find enrichment for the other 23 hours of your day outside of the gym. Here's your hosts, Jason, Dave, and Corian. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for episode 69 of Anchored at Harbor Park. I'm Coach Jason. I'm Coach Dave. Coach Corian. And today we are going to talk about summer cookouts and how to approach handling them specifically as it relates to your nutrition. But before that, I'm going to ask you guys, as an icebreaker, what is your favorite summer cookout food? Or fare, if you will. Uh, Cookout, my favorite is actually flank steak. I want to go to the cookouts you're going to. (laughs) I don't have that. I mean, I love burgers and all that. We just have burgers a lot. Um, this is funny that you asked this because Dave and I are dying right now because we don't have our grill. And it's just, it's killing a part of us right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like, when I go to a cookout, I love all the different, like, side salads. Like, I'm a huge fan of, like, um, like shaved Brussels sprout salad or, like, the different, um, just, like, roasted vegetables or fresh salads. Yeah, I like yeah. For salad wise, cucumber salad is my favorite. Oh yeah, there's so many variations of cucumbers. I'll literally like have a plate yeah. like divided of like a scoop of like every single side. That's, yeah, I'm, I like the sides too. I like like a tortellini yeah. salad. Because mm-hmm. um, I think like when you go there, a lot of times like I don't. I'm not a big bratwurst. I don't. I'm not. Like, we do a lot of I'm Italian not, sausage. I do know. like Italian sausage. I'm yeah. I'm not a big bratwurst. I'm not a, it, if you give me the choice between bratwurst and Italian sausage, I'm gonna do Italian. You know what's funny is because the bun is like everything, and I don't like thick Italian buns, mm-hmm. even though I'm Italian. Like and it's just so bready and like dense. Uh, like it's very dry. I know you don't like hot dogs, but I love <laughs> like jumbo franks. Yeah, like the thick ones. Yeah. Um, well, like a soft bun, yeah, so more meat, <laughs> less bun ratio. I'm not even trying to be dirty, <laughs> yeah. like but this it. is episode 69, so I right. guess it goes so, well with it. Yeah, um, I love the fact that Jason did say, Should we be dirty on the intro? <laughs> and we decided not to, and it kind of went down there. Right? I didn't even mean to, that's just I'm <laughs> well, telling the truth. No, but yeah. I do, I know what you're talking about, like, like I've, I've you know, like the little. Oscar Mayer wieners are not something you really want to eat, but like I like if you go to like a ballpark and they have the big jumbo right. franks, yes, those are I do enjoy those. But if you, I do enjoy Italian sausage, but most people around here cook bratwurst, which I'm not a big fan of. Um, and then the burgers, they're either overcooked or they're um, pre pre made ones. Yeah, like so, not, unless not I bring my own meat, which we will talk about that in a second. Um, I usually just, like I, I really like the sides like Corinne said or and steak think, if somebody's yeah. got steak you got it. I think a big reason is because you know most of us can cook those things at home mm-hmm. I like going to a cookout and and the things that I wouldn't normally get so if I'm gonna which we'll talk about later go off my nutrition plan 
it's going to be for some bomb-ass food, mm-hmm. and it's going to be worth it. Like, I'm not going to just, like, eat something that I can eat on a regular basis anyway, right. or that's not going to be that good. Like, I don't want store-bought brownies or cookies or anything like that. Like, I want, but if you make a whole bunch of homemade desserts, like, I'm fucking all about that. Because it's not something I do on a regular basis. Right. So, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's kind of roll that into our topic today. Summer cookouts and, like, more specifically how to approach them, how to handle them. Um, we're kind of, we're probably past halfway through summer, so this might be a little late, but a lot of fall cookouts, too, and baseball games and and uh, tailgates and stuff. So. Well, considering summer didn't start until two weeks ago, right. we're last, not really that far behind. Last week was too hot to do anything, really, the past two weeks, really, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, we still got Labor Day yeah. coming up. Still got. It's still relevant. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm just banking on like a really good fall. There Mm -hmm. we go, guys. Yeah. So summer's not over yet. Let's just keep enjoying that. All right. Okay. So you got a big like family party or cookout Mm -hmm. coming up, and we're starting kind of by assessing your nutrition, kind of overall, and then in the moment, kind of thing. Yeah. So like this is what I work with um, a lot of people, and this is what I do. Like, how has your nutrition been? Have you? my biggest thing is I tell people, like, if you can do the good stuff 80% of the time, you're going to hit your goals. So how has, like, be fucking honest. How's the last two months been going or two weeks been going? Are you pretty compliant? Are you hitting your goals? Are you eating clean? Are you, you know, if you're tracking your macros, have you been hitting your macros? All of those sort of things. Um, if you are already greatly struggling and we're just getting on these healthier bandwagons and you're having a hard time... We might want to be a little bit stricter because we're going to, it's going to be easier for us to fall off. Mm -hmm. But if you've been at it for a while, you've been hitting it really Mm -hmm. hard, you've been doing really well, a day, a meal is not going to fucking make a difference. So. Right. And that kind of depends on what's kind of, how how important is being good at this for your particular situation in life yeah and i think i can use some real life examples on this so we had talked about in our last podcast about um habits and values and and your end goal in your life so what is that end goal and then like or what other goal do you have do you have a competition coming up you know if i have a cookout this weekend and i have a competition or something the next day or whatever like I'm not going to be doing those things because I don't have as much time to recover from it but if I say don't have anything for a couple weeks like I'm not going to care as much so understanding like what that timeline looks like is really important and really valuable too but then how does this affect your relationships so in the last year when Dave and I um, have been eating really clean and bringing our own food and all those things like it's greatly affected my relationship with my family because they do have big family parties and they eat and it's not healthy and you know whether we're making them feel guilty or out of place or whatever it is you know it's put a strain on our relationship with my family and so going to said cookout being hyper focused on your nutrition, what is that doing for your relationships mm-hmm. and what are you willing to be okay with? Right. That's very vital. Because Jay, your family is your like number one value. That's super important. We talk about it all the time. So uh, obviously they're very understanding of your lifestyle, which is great, but you know, what are you willing to risk when you're going to hang out with them? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so like 
kind of what you just said, I'm kind of thinking like, if I say we had a family cookout on a Friday night, but on Saturday I had a competition, mm -hmm. I'm probably not even gonna put myself in that situation to have to choose between, you know, maybe eating my mom's pasta salad yep. and pissing her off. Or my grandma, who, you know, you eat a plate, and then she asks if you want more, and you say no, and she You're thinks getting you don't, anyway. She thinks you don't love her because you said <laughs> no to a second plate. Um, yeah, so I might not even just maybe come up with an excuse that I can't even go so I can avoid that whole scenario. Yeah, because uh, social situations are how we make connections, whether it's family, friends, or community, or whatever it is. So just assessing that and understanding where that comes into play is really important. Mm -hmm. So if I'm gonna go to my niece or nephew's birthday, there's cake, there's other things there that my family's gonna want to share and partake in, I'm gonna probably do that because I'd rather build healthy relationships than be super crazy about my nutrition. Mm -hmm. um, but knowing that's coming up, say it's Saturday and this is we're recording this on a Monday, what am I gonna do leading up to that then? That means leading up to that, I'm gonna be really hyper-focused on being right. good. Right. Because then I, I'm not gonna feel so bad on Saturday when I enjoy my time and I'm not stressed and I take a, a excuse me, a step back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's important. You're, like understand it's coming up and prepare ahead of time to mm -hmm. be better. Yeah. It kind of goes into making a plan yeah. for it. So I'm a big fan. Make a plan as best as we can. We talked again in the last podcast about whether we want to be super diligent, list out all those actions, or do we have a goal or a value? Whichever kind of suits your personality, that's what we want to do. Like, um, I do have plans, but mine have a little bit more leeway in, um, you know, how does this action affect my overall plan? Um, but a lot of my clients like really detailed, uh, like if X, then Y, you know, mm -hmm. sort of thing. So um, I tell them things like make sure your week leading up is really healthy and full of nutrient dense food so that you have that good ratio of 80 20. Make sure that you maybe are eating a good nutrient um, protein dense food before you go so you're not hungry. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will skip food thinking that they will not make up that amount of calories. That is a lie. You will. So don't skip meals and go right. somewhere hangry. It's not a good idea. And to, to echo what you said about the protein dense, because typically at these kind of places, it's going to be mainly carbs and fats. Yep. Maybe a little protein in like a sauce, sausage or hot dog. Or if you're lucky, some grilled chicken and stuff yeah. like that. But, um, yeah, that would probably be towards the lower end of what you're going to eat there. Yep. So um, that is the biggest struggle. Most people are like, I can't find a protein source because even if there are, they're, you know, slathered in sauces or things that are unknown. So tell people to eat like a protein-dense um, meal before. Also because protein is going to take longer to digest, it's going to keep us fuller longer. So um, that's going to help, like I said, with that hangry craving beforehand. So that way um, you can go in, you can still have some protein, but you're probably going to, like we talked about, eat all those sides. So it's going to be a little bit more carb and fat heavy. Mm -hmm. Alright. And then pausing and reflecting on that plan. Yeah. So uh, biggest thing for me is understanding what works and what doesn't work. Um, and just being neutral about it. Like, don't beat yourself up. Don't be pissed off. Like, you don't know what works until you try it and then fail. The reason I know that skipping food and going somewhere hangry doesn't work is because I've done it. 
numerous occasions and the same outcome. Mm-hmm. I end up getting so hungry that I splurge and I stuff my face until I'm full and can't move. And then I totally just messed up everything that I did. I didn't enjoy a bite for what it was. Um, and I've also had these same reactions with my clients. Like they've told me the same thing. Like I didn't eat breakfast or lunch, figured I'd just eat when I got there and I'd be fine. But it's a lot easier to eat past full when you haven't eaten and you fasted for the last 12 hours. Um, so based on, you know, experience doesn't go well. So reflect on what happened. Um, make the changes that need for the next one. We have to make mistakes so that we can find what works. And sometimes they're not a mistake. Maybe you made a great choice. Do it a fucking game then next yeah. time. What I like to do is I try to keep like my breakfast and my lunch the same. So we seem to be like an afternoon, evening kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll kind of tweak it so it's a little less carbs and fat, higher on the protein. So then the majority of my day is normal. So then I'm, I'm not in like a a binging mindset when I get there. That brings me a huge thing. Scarcity mindset. When we are coming from a place where we are restricted and all we're focused is on not having something, that's what you're going to focus on. You know, if I told you, you can't have the cookie, can't have the cookie, that's all you're going to care about. No matter how full you are and how many veggies and fruits you eat. So understand your habits, understand where you're coming from. I know I want a dessert. I'm going to account for that. So here's my ultimatum when I go there. A, I'm not coming from a place I'm hangry. I ate before I went. B, um, whatever dessert that I'm going to choose, it has to be a high quality something I can't have on a regular basis. So if I go there and all there is is like store-bought apple pie or say even just like brownies, like nothing special from a box brownie, like that's not worth it to me. Um, So I'm going to find like, that caramel apple salad, or I'm gonna find you know something that is higher quality, something that I can have, and then I'm just gonna enjoy it for what it is and not be mad about it. And when you allow yourself that freedom, you're not typically gonna binge as much because you're gonna be like, I can have this, it fits in my plan, it's fine for me, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. Like it. Yeah. yeah. So in wrap up, like don't don't be afraid of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of understand how they fit in your current situation and account for that. Make a plan, and then don't beat yourself up if you mess it up. Yeah, because again, like we talked about, on the overall scheme of things, you know, one day one meal is not going to make or break, and um, that one percent better every time is going to you know quantify over all the months and all the years to get you to your plan it's taken us five years or at least me personally five years to get to where I am and that was just being a little bit better every day um and so one day is not going to make or break me in the beginning they're going to come further or like more often but that's okay we're still getting better um and eventually it'll get easier and eventually you'll make better choices because you'll have more experiences to play off of right all right, get out there and enjoy those cookouts. Yeah, don't be a dick to yourself about it. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Stay classy. See you later. All right, everyone, that wraps up another episode of Anchored. Remember, if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to share it with someone you know. Give us a five-star review on your listening platform. That helps us reach more people. And remember to subscribe to our channel so you never miss an episode. We'll talk to you guys later, and stay classy. 
Thanks for listening to Anchored at Harbor Park CrossFit. If you would like further information about our programs, visit www.harborparkcrossfit.com. We hope you'll tune in next time. Thank you.